FM Rewind. Power 88.1. Power FM Drive. Now, the World Health Organization uh, definitely says that it's important to bring visibility back to the safe, inexpensive, and highly effective tool to prevent transmission of HIV, sexually transmitted infections, and unplanned pregnancies. We were chatting even to a head of Department of Campus Health here at Fitz University, speaking about the students' realities and indeed how they face those realities here. But now, we're going to be having conversations with uh, Matsie Totetsie, who is actually, Totetsie rather, who is the Gauteng Provincial Prevention Manager for the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Now, safer, sexier, protected, and uh, the AIDS Health Foundation uh, says that, South, uh, rather says that just use it on International Condom Day. Like, what better way to say it? Now, Matsie is joining us on the line. Let's just bring her on. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, day that marks International Condom Day. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Now, obviously, the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, where you act as the Gauteng Provincial Prevention Manager, uh, it proudly reaffirms the importance of condoms in promoting safer and more enjoyable sexual experiences. Now, under the, ban- uh, the banner of hashtag safer is sexy. Now, HF South Africa is actually leading dynamic initiative to refresh the conversation around condom use and emphasizing its pivotal role in protection, uh, protecting sex- uh, one's sexual health. Rather, Now, I want to ask you, what is the International Condom Day about? Really, I know I've spoken about condoms in, in a way, but why does your organization actually see it more important to commemorate and bring awareness on this specific day? Um, as a healthcare foundation, we are an organization that is known for um, focusing mainly on HIV, AIDS prevention and treatment. So obviously, one of the ways that one can, can protect themselves from HIV infection. So hence, it's, it's a big day for us to commemorate because we still need to raise more awareness on HIV protection since while we know that there's still a lot of people that are still in fact infected by HIV and STIs. So hence, we are still commemorating this day years later to say, um, you know, having sex, with a condom is still sexy and it remains sexy so it's safer to have sex with condom when we talk about condoms they actually refer to as offering a triple protection would you elaborate what triple protection means is it like triple plastic when they make them triple latex as we know it why do they say it's a triple form of protection so when we talk about triple protection we are talking about condoms which is one way of protecting yourself from HIV and, and STIs, but we also have PEP, which we call post-exposure prophylaxis. So if one um, happens to have sex without a condom and they are exposed, they can go to their nearest facility within 72 uh, hours to go and get the post-exposure prophylaxis, which by then they will obviously um, test you and if you are HIV negative, then you qualify for the um, post-exposure prophylaxis that you will need to take for 28 days. Then we have PrEP, which is pre-exposure 
exposure. So this one basically means that before um, exposure, you are you 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 get prep and you take prep. Prep is is lifelong. So there are criteria of people that we identify that qualify for prep. But as long as you feel like you're exposed, yes. maybe people that um, are discontent couples, which is a person that is HIV, probably they are in a relationship with someone that is HIV positive and they are negative. So the negative one would give them prep um, so that they are not exposed to HIV. So that is triple protection that we are talking about. Now, sex and quote-unquote sex talk is really a conversation that most parents or guardians do not have with their children. And for me specifically, I know the conversation around sex or uh, sexual intercourse I only really received at school. Now, would you believe that has a direct correlation with the increasing rates of teenage pregnancy and even the fact that the Department of, uh, of Health in Gauteng has also released a statement where the youth are engaging in risky sexual behaviors with high rates of STIs that are being uh, being recorded as well? Um, definitely. I, I think, you know, um, parents still need a lot of support to be equipped to have um, comfortable conversation and open conversations with, with young people in terms of um, engaging in, in risky sexual behaviors, in terms of how to, to contract HIV, how to protect yourself from HIV. I mean, there are a lot of programs that we are doing. For instance, in, in Age Healthcare Foundation, we have the Young People's um, Program, which focuses on boys and girls, and the Girls Act Program, which focuses mainly on boys and uh, on girls. And we just want to empower them with knowledge and how they can protect themselves, how, how can they make better decisions. But, you know, it doesn't end there. For sustainability, we, we also need parents, the society, to be on board because, um, you know, the programs are, are, are for that time when we meet with the young people. But their lifestyle and at home they live with their parents so conversations need to start there at home where they feel comfortable if they feel that they want to start engaging in sex we can have open discussions about that and how to protect themselves how to equip themselves with language so definitely i agree that we need you know more conversations around sex with young people now do you think there's uh, uh, the problem really also lies with the accessibility of condoms or does it lie with not uh, having enough or even adequate sex education in our society as well uh, for the mere fact that it's International Condom Day? I think it's both. Um, it's, it's accessibility of, of condoms in a sense that, um, you know, there is still myth surrounding condoms. It's apparent sees their child holding a condom or they've got a condom in their school bag, it's, it's, it's a huge issue for them. So some of young people are not even comfortable um, carrying around condoms or taking a condom from a clinic or be it at, at their health facility. But also it, it, it's education again because we assume that when a person is holding a condom, you know, they are they are sleeping around. Meanwhile, they can be having one sexual partner and they've decided that they still want to protect themselves with a condom with that one um, sexual partner. So I, I, I think it's, it's a bit of both. And, you know, you really obviously touched on a couple of myths there, which was the next question I was going to lead to. Any other myths around safe sex practices and even condom use that you would also like to debunk before we just get to know more about your organization? 
Um, they they are quite a lot, but yeah. I think one that um that can come to mind. Um, there's still a myth that sex is not enjoyable without a condom. And that is not true um, because we do have condoms that are thin. They are they are they are very thin, so you don't necessarily feel it. It's comfortable. Um, we, we in AHF we have a condom called Icon, which is very famous in Gauteng and in the provinces that we are supporting in KZN in Eastern Cape. It's very thin and it's large, so you, you can still enjoy sex with a condom. Um, also, the myth that you you can lubricate um, your condom with oil. You are not supposed to do that. A condom comes with its own own lubricant. You are not Mm. supposed to be using Vaseline or oil because that can irritate the the condom, the latex of the condom and and that can result in the condom bursting which will obviously expose one to to HIV and STIs. So those are some of the myths and as well, um, you know, people need to know how to store the condom. You can't leave your condom lying around in a hot temperature because then it, you know the quality of that condom is compromised sure. or you leave it in your pocket and you just sit around so it has to be in a very cool temperature and you know put it somewhere that you won't be sitting around it because something can also pinch that condom and then the air comes out also you do not open the condom with your mouth you know you can just open it with your hands nicely um, so that you make sure that it does not tear even the inside but you know when when we are saying that our 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 team is safer safer is sexier we are also talking that you know we can enjoy sex just as much as um, anyone else using yes. a condom. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that, especially about the temperature. You know, that's one thing you actually le- I've learned today. I didn't know about that. So definitely going to put that into my notes as well. Now, in closing, really, with your organization, where can people maybe learn more about what you do and um, how it is that you are celebrating as, a, as an organization, uh, being the fact that today is International Com- Condom Day? And should this conversation, uh, we have to find more in the future and reach you, how, how, how well can we find you as well, maybe on the socials or via any website? So our website is www.hhouse.org and then on Facebook, you can find us on www.facebook.com um, slash hhouse. That's where you can get um, all the information on Trika, which is now known as X. It's also at Eight Health Care okay. and Instagram. Instagram is also Eight Health Care. So you, you can learn more about us and we, even with the condoms that we have as AHF, like I said, we have our branded condoms, which is our in-house condoms. You can find us on lovecondoms.org. We have love and icon condoms. So that's where um, you can find us in terms of our social. But um, talking to the commemoration that we'll be doing specifically to the, um, the the celebration of Condom Month and Condom Day, which is um, on the 13th of February. Tomorrow we are having a discussion. We'll be having a roundtable discussion mainly on, on the comprehensive sexual education. I think mm. uh, prior prior in our conversation we've been talking about, you know, the, the banking the myths and also the 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 children 
engaging in risky behavior. So that's what we want to talk about because we've got Department of Education and Department of Health. And these two entities are are serving, you know, one one targeted group, which is young people. And we are cognizant of the fact that we, you know, we have issues around young people on STIs and HIV infections and, and teenage pregnancy and even termination of pregnancy for those that are not ready, you know, to yes. be pregnant at that age. So we just want to challenge the barriers on um, condom distribution, condom access of condoms and young people accessing sexual reproductive health because the comprehensive sexual education um, policy talks about all of that and the accessibility but you know there are issues and barriers on the ground so we'll also be inviting parents and school governing bodies and young people themselves because we can't do anything without them they need to also inform us as, as program overseers to say what is it that they want us to do so that we can take the programs for them. So we will be doing that, having just a robust discussion, a roundtable discussion with all these parties, just to see what would be a way forward working in collaboration and looking at a young young person holistically instead of working in silos, you know. So that's what we'll be doing tomorrow. Um, in Johannesburg at um, Regency in situ of Johannesburg. And we'll also be having civil society there present in our conversation. I think it's true in saying that the conversation doesn't really end today as it's International Condom Day, taking it forward every single day to make sure that people do practice uh, safe sex and really in in line of your hashtag, safer is sexier. Come on, I love that one. Definitely got to carry that one around with me. Matia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for shedding light. Not only what the importance of this day is but people's lifestyles how they can carry the fact that you can definitely use these preventative methods to uh, to definitely keep your health uh, safe as well so thank you so much have a fantastic day and a happy world condom day <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much for having us thank you it is International Condom Day here that we're celebrating uh, in line with the fact that it's International Radio Day. The 13th of February can also be pre-Valentine's Day for you, but it's important to bring visibility back to safe, inexpensive and highly ex- uh, effective tools to prevent transmission of HIV, uh, STIs and unplanned pregnancies as well, which is what's really been highlighted in this hour with you. You know, So it's very, very important to have these conversations and definitely highlight them as well and not leave it just till today. Every single day, safer is sexier. So I'm definitely carrying that one as well. FM Rewind. Val 88.1. Val FM Drive. Every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. on Val FM 88.1.